Good evening. Welcome back to Let's Talk with Dr. Bats. I am so excited. This evening we are with Dr. Cynthia Mota, Dr. Mota, the president of Allentown City Council. Thank you, Dr. Bats. What a what an honor to be here. It is a pleasure to have you. Uh, as I shared, it's exciting, man. I'm, I've known you for some time. Yes. Been a fan, a follower of your work, and you are now uh, El President. El President. La. 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 La Presidente yeah. of, of City Council, the third largest city in Pennsylvania, has a uh, Latina president. That's beautiful, man. Welcome. Let's say that. And, and I, I just, I just want to say thank you, Dr. Bats, for giving me this opportunity to interview at your show. Um, yeah, la presidenta. Yeah, the president of Allentown City Council. It has been, it has been a blessing. Mm. It has been a blessing. A blessing to the people and as well as yourself. I believe so. I believe wow. so. Well, before we get to that, right? Before we get to the the woman behind the dais. That's what it's called, the dais. The dais, yeah. Before we get to the woman behind the dais, talk to us about Cynthia Mota. Before well, we get to Doctora Cynthia Mota, who are you? How did you get here? Well, what I can tell you is that I'm I'm a mother, mm. I'm a wife, mm. I'm a sister, mm. you know, I'm a grandmother. Hey, a grandmother. <laughs> yes, a grandmother, wow. you know. I just, to be honest, with true honesty, um, I'm Latina, you know, I'm wow. from the Dominican Republic. I was born there and yeah. raised here in the city of Allentown. Okay. Shout this out is, to the Dominican Republic. Yes, man. claro, of course. Um, yeah. And what I can tell you is that I am in love with the city of Allentown. Beautiful. This city has given me so much. Mm. I graduated from Harrison Morton. I'm from Second Street. <laughs> 2ND, <laughs> shout out to 2ND, right? <laughs> We're not going to go there. You start laughing. You said I'm from... Listen, we had Dwayne Jones on the show uh, really? uh, uh, last month, and he was, he's from 2nd Street oh, also. Oh, there you go. Yeah. The good people come from 2nd Street. That's right. And I graduated from Darrow High School. Mm-hmm. So my love for the city has been beautiful and pure. You know, I'll yeah. do anything for the city. The city did a lot for me wow. growing up. I am a product of the Allentown School District. You say You say that with so much pride. Yes, of course. Of yeah, course. you uh, say I graduated from Harrison Morton. I'm from Second Street. I'm a product of this, like with so much pride and love. The thing is, you see, um, when we talk about Allentown, we need to talk about the wonderful things that is happening there. You mm. know, it is the third largest city, and with a, being the third largest city, you know, we're gonna have our ups and downs. That's you know, right. everything is not gonna be perfect. That's right. But I want you to know that there's quality people there, people that care. You know, we live in a beautiful city. We're doing a lot of great things in our city. And we just have to be proud of who we are and what we have in our city. That's beautiful, man. So you talk about being from the Dominican Republic, and you say that with such pride. And then you talk about being raised in Allentown. You say that with, with, with much pride. Is there a contradiction there? Can you be both? Can you love both? Of course. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned before, I was born in the Dominican Republic, so my love is very genuine. Mm-hmm. My love for the Dominican Republic is is where I come from. Yeah, you know, it's where I come. That's where my roots are. Your roots. Yes, that's right. That's yeah, right. that Africana, the African roots, <laughs> hey. and, and the Spaniard roots. You know, yeah. y los Taínos, of course. Mm. That's 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 who I am. Come together like for this perfect mixture. So yeah, no, right? no doubt about that. And now in between there, you 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 missed a part too. There's there's some New York in your accent. Oh, I oh my God, yes. So a few years ago, yeah, when I was a little girl, I lived in Brooklyn, from Bushwick and Nickabucka. <laughs> Brooklyn, yeah, shout Brooklyn, out to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. You know, yes. I was born and raised in Brooklyn. 
PS 111 and oh wow yeah. so before Harrison Wharton you went to a couple oh, of years yes, a couple of years mm-hmm. all right so when you think about Allentown right you said you want people to know the good and think about the good beyond that what are the dreams that you have for the city so that's the message kind of that what you want people to see what are the dreams that you have for your city that you love so much the reality is that we're doing a lot of positive things and one of my dreams is that our youth, our children, will have more than what they have right now. Mm. I would love to see a community center for our youth. Okay. I really would like to see more help, more programs, okay. and people that will be able to motivate our youth that they can do whatever it is that they want in life, that the limits is the sky. So, again, you're talking about this idea that we constantly hear on this show is that representation matters. Yes, know that about that. So when you say I'm from Second Street, when you say I'm from Allentown, you want them to see you and people like you and know the possibilities. Yes, yes, yes. I was one of those little girls on Second Street. I used to look, you know, outside of my window just dreaming, Mm. you know, and and I just want the youth to know that dreams come true. I never knew that I was going to be the president of city council. When did you know? Wow. To be honest with you, this is so real. This is, um, this is a dream come true. Sometimes I still pinch myself and I said, is, is this a reality? That's right. That's right. But, but it is, you know, it is. So I just want the youth to know that anything is possible. Anything is to, possible. That you just have to believe in yourself. And work for it. And work for it. Yeah, because nothing comes easy. That's right. So I know you, right? And I know you haven't done this alone. And I also know that the people love you. You get so many votes, right? And we're not talking politics. We're just talking about the reality. You walk down the street, cars honk, people pull up. Everyone knows you in the neighborhood. How is it? How can you be a politician but also be of the people the way that you well, are? Well, the reality is that I'm for the people, you know, and, and I drink a lot of coffee, put it that way. Okay. I'm everywhere, yeah. you know, everywhere in the city, you know, meeting with abuelitas, you know, right. meeting with, with different people. And they know who I am and I know who they are. Mm. And when they, whenever they have an issue, they, they know that they come to me and, right. and that, I, that I listen. So that's my, um, that's the secret. That's the secret. Yes, learning how to listen. Learning how to listen. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the things that are important to the people? Safety. We all want to be safe. Yeah. We all want to be safe and we need a roof. So you're talking housing. Oh, know that about that. Safety, safety. And um, housing, and, yeah. and And you know you can't talk about safety without me thinking head. about, mm-hmm. we had three people, I believe, just shot yesterday. Yes, and he hit home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out shout out to uh, Najee, man. This, this beautiful young man. Yes. You no, know, love, yes, love the young boy. Mm-hmm. And we found that right in our research and the studies that we did across all demographics, age, race, economics, safety is the number one issue mm-hmm. that comes up. Everyone wants to be safe, like a basic human right. Yes. And you're saying when you're drinking coffee on the porch with someone, that's what they're telling you. That's what they're telling you. They want to be safe. And what does that take for people to feel safe? Unity. Mm -hmm. A conversation. Mm -hmm. Relationship. People that listen. Relationship. Wow. Safety. And then we we went to housing. Mm Housing is like the number one issue. Mm -hmm. Affordable housing, right? Affordable housing, yes. We had a a conversation at our Lunch and Learn yesterday, and and, uh, people were talking about $1,600 for a two-bedroom apartment. Mm -hmm. And it's killing the community. And you got to have $7,000 just to move in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to have a deposit. You said it's killing the community. It's killing the community. Yeah, the the rent is just extremely high, you know, and... um, in the beginning, let's say, I'm going to give you an example, you know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you about my sister. You know, she was paying for one bedroom 
back then like eight hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. And now now it's um one thousand three hundred. It's, it's it's a lot. This is the same one bedroom. It's the same, yeah. And what year one. was it? Eight fifty. Last year. Wow. Did her income increase? Not at all. So we've gone from eight fifty to thirteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And how can people afford it? Yeah. And, and it, sad to say, no one is doing anything about it. What are the options? What 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 are some possible solutions? Well, people are moving. People want to move out, and mm-hmm. it's it's very difficult. Yeah, a lot of people we know are moving to places like Slatington, mm-hmm. Walnutport, Penarjo, Banger. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're moving like far outside. They're even moving up to like Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, oh, yes. like outside the city. Um, and, and, and I'm talking about people that, like yourself, were born and raised in Allentown. Mm-hmm. Their support system is in Allentown. So that community that you talked about mm-hmm. that provides safety is in Allentown. It's breaking they, the community. Mm. Those prices are breaking the community. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Wow. So we talked about uh, safety. We talked about housing. Is there anything else that comes to mind when you think about what are some of the needs and interests of people? And also, they want the youth, again, to have a place to go. Yeah, you talked about it's that. A, a bit. That's a big problem. We need more programs. And you mentioned you're, you're a, a mother. I'm a mother, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a mother of a, a 12-year-old and a, and a 10-year-old. So. And what do they do for fun? For fun, what, I, what what they're doing right now, they like video games, but I'm trying to get them out <laughs> yeah. out of the house, you yeah. know. So there's a program that I'm looking into now. They're doing some um, karate. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's good for discipline and, and, and get you moving around. Mm-hmm. So when you were growing up, were there any programs that stuck with you that helped you? Oh, my God, yes. Know that about that. Casa Guadalupe. Back then, Casa Guadalupe was really active. And I believe that they still are, but with the youth. They had a tutoring program, okay. and um, they had a lot of programs back then. Shout out to Casa Guadalupe on 2nd Street in mm-hmm. Allentown, right? Yeah. So that impacted your that life. That impacted my life. So you want the youth to have opportunities like that? A lot of opportunities like that, yeah. So we always talk about staggering statistics on our show. One of the statistics we want to look at is Allentown is now 54% Hispanic, which makes it a minority majority city. Mm-hmm. 54% Hispanic. You familiar with those numbers? Oh, yes, very familiar. I mean, you can see it every day. Yeah. Um, look, look at the bodegas. You know, the convenience stores, right. uh, look at the uh, restaurants, the barbershops, mm-hmm, la mm-hmm. peluqueria, you know, the beauty parlors, I mean, you, you name it. And what does that mean to you, to live in a place that's 54% Hispanic? That, you know what, that's huge, and, yeah. and, and that's big, and that's, that's a blessing. I remember when I first came here, I remember that the, the, one of the families, one of the oldest families that we had here was the Dominguez family. Oh, yes, shout yes, out to Norberto yeah, Dominguez. No, yes, his family. His you family, know. his father, man. His mother, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's like an icon. And what I can tell you is that there was just a few. And all of a sudden, you know what I mean? The community is growing and it's, it's, you, you can hear it, you know, in the music, mm-hmm. in the language, mm-hmm. you know, and, and also in the businesses out here. You can see it. Yeah, it's obvious. Yeah, does it give you hope? It gives me hope, yeah. Know that about that. It'll give me a lot of hope. Mm. For a better tomorrow, a better future. Now, we know the city is also 14% black. So when we come back, we're going to talk about what does that mean? What what do the relations look like across difference, right? And mm-hmm. how do we bring people together and really create this community of love and support, again, across difference, all right? Okay. You're listening to Let's Talk with Dr. Batts. We'll be right back. Spread the word about your business or organization to a well-informed audience. Become an underwriter with WDIY. Our lineup of NPR news and locally produced programs reaches thousands of engaged listeners in the Lehigh Valley and beyond. 
Underwriting on WDIY is an affordable and effective way to provide information about your product and services to people who care. To learn more about underwriting opportunities, 610-694-8100 or WDIY.org. Celtic Fair, a celebration of Celtic music and culture from its roots in Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Galicia, and Brittany to its branches in Australia, Cape Breton, Canada, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, and the Lehigh Valley. Bringing you music, interviews, and a weekly culture calendar every Thursday from 7 to 9 on WDIY Allentown listener-supported community public radio. Welcome back to Let's Talk. You're here with Dr. Batts, and I'm talking to Dr. Cynthia Mota. This is a, a beautiful conversation, as always. Uh, you're one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Wow, thank uh, you, Dr. Batts. Well, I'm honored. Listen, listen, you've, you've earned it, right? Yeah, you've, you've, <laughs> I believe I did. You've earned it. You're, you're good people, as we say, man. So, so we were talking about the fact that Allentown is 54% Hispanic mm-hmm. and 14% black. What do the black-Latino-Hispanic relations look like in the city? I believe that um, I believe that is good. You know, okay. we just we, we we need to be more united. We need more conversation. Mm. But at this point, I I believe is 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 believe is good. So conversation is big to you. Well, yes, it is. Yeah, t- let's talk about that. What 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 will that do? More conversation. How do we design that? How do we begin that at, at another level? The reality is that um, how will I know what you think unless? We have a relationship unless I um, I speak to you. Mm-hmm. That's how we get to know one another is by conversation, by relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that many many problems can be can be avoided and also can be fixed due to a simple conversation. Just people being in relationship with one another. Know that about that. We often say that healing occurs in authentic relationship mm-hmm. and within community. And and you're going further to say that uh, harm is avoided. Yes through conversation and mm-hmm. relationship and community. Wow, that's powerful. So we want to talk about you, your life, and your day. Again, like I said, I, I know you. You're loved by the people. I've traveled the world with you. Mm-hmm. And I see the yes, response, responses that you get. I mean, they, they stopped traffic in Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic. We had a, what do you call those, motorcades, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your work. Let's talk about how you spend your day beyond just the politics. What do you do? How, how, how is it that you impact so many people beyond politics? Um, you just have to be real. They know that I eat rice and beans. Uh-oh. They know that I drink coffee. Okay. Just like them. Yeah. And if I meet someone different, I eat what they eat. It's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, some people might sound, it might sound weird to, to a lot of people, but I think that um, I show my love through food. Yes, you do. And I believe that that's very intimate. When you sit someone at your coffee table and you um, get a coffee with them mm-hmm. and you speak, mm-hmm. I mean, that's very intimate. So you show your love through food. Mm-hmm. You show your love through food. And that, that's why you're always hosting people. Always. You have these big parties at the house I, I see on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I love feeding people. Yeah. I, I believe that when you, when you eat, something happens. You know what I mean? You feel comfortable. So, again, you're going back to relationships. Every answer, every question I ask you about, you take back to relationships and conversations. Know conversation. that about that. Relationship is the key. Relationship That's is the key. That's my secret recipe. <laughs> That's my secret recipe. That's your secret recipe is relationships. It's relationships. All right, let's talk about how you pay the bills. Let's t- is, is that relationships? Let's talk about your work. What you know is what? It's, it's relationship. It's, everything boils down to relationships. So what kind of work do you do? Well, what I do is I have a, an office. 
uh-huh. called Central Multiservices. Okay. And what I do there, I officiate a lot of weddings. And again, okay. I'm in people's homes. I can officiate a wedding Monday through Sunday. I see, I see. And it's in people's house houses, you know. Um, I drink coffee, I eat their food. <laughs> and you, and you, you build know? relationships. And we build relationships. You build relationships <laughs> with them. So your, your political workers' relationships, your financial backing is relationships. It's relationships. And then you also do some work around immigration. Yeah, I mean, I love. I've, I've seen people come in and start crying in front of you. Mm-hmm. And no matter how many times you've explained it to me, no matter how much I've read up on it, I really can never truly understand immigration. Immigration is a very difficult topic to understand. It's it's very broad. I mean, some people come here with uh, a visa. Mm -hmm. Some people, uh, like refugees, you know, have a a few family members who are refugees, you Mm -hmm. know, who came um, through walking through seven countries. So I know immigration, and um, I work with lawyers who are, who their expertise are on immigration. That's so right. it's, it's really broad. But what I can tell you is that they come here for a better future. And and they're hard workers, you know, and um, and they need an opportunity. Give us a success story. I mean, I've seen a couple, but I want you to tell, tell our listeners about a few of your success stories. Oh, my God. I know so many of them. But what I can tell you is... You were you you were there. I mean, when I used to work many years ago uh, at Promise Neighborhood, mm-hmm. I remember that we had a gentleman who got in trouble at the age of seventeen years old, and um, he paid his dues. But it was time for him to be a U, uh, to become a U.S. citizen, and during his process, he got a letter of deportation mm. because they felt that he didn't uh, finish his whole process when he got in trouble you know he was sort of like in probation so remember the letter that we did for this gentleman he was um he was scared um he spent i believe it was like five months um in a detention an immigration detention hall and in uh i believe it was somewhere in um somewhere in reading yeah yeah. um and we were able to help him we collected letters on his behalf and I remember that we helped him with um, getting also a lawyer. And that was one of the success stories. Yeah. And you say we, that's you. That was you working hard, you caring, you pulling, utilizing the relationships that you have to, mm-hmm. to advocate for, for this gentleman and many others. And he, 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 everything had to do with advocating and mm-hmm. knowing where to go, mm-hmm. knowing where to go and having compassion. Compassion. Having compassion, yeah. So, so the, the great thing of this is that with the letter that, that we got, he was able to be free from prison, and recently he got his, um, his citizenship. Wow, that's beautiful. That, that's a great blessing. Yeah, that's beautiful. You, you said earlier people come here with a dream mm-hmm. and willing to work hard. And you mentioned walking through seven countries. What does yeah. that even mean? Like, I can't even fathom that. People come to this country for many reasons. Mm-hmm. They have dreams. They come because of political reasons mm-hmm. um, and, you know, and for many other reasons. And what I can tell you is that um, they go through everything. Seven countries, you know, walking, starving. Sometimes they had to swim. Sometimes they have to cross, you know, the, the, the river. And this is not a movie. No, it's not a movie. That happens every day. So how do you feel when you hear the hatred? Because, again, you said these are people, these are, these are good people that are coming here to work hard and, mm-hmm. and, and control. how does the hatred make you feel 
It is sad because I, I believe that not a lot of people know their stories. Mm-hmm. You know, some, some people say, well, they come here to steal jobs. Well, the reality is, you know, no one wants to work in a farm. You know, no one wants to work for $2 an hour, and mm-hmm. they do. A lot of people, immigrants, they get abused. You know, they get taken advantage of, and, and it happens. Yeah. They are also people and with dreams and ambitions, you know, and they want to feed their family. That's right. And when you think of just in a general sense, right, because we talked earlier about people in the city and the love and the opportunities. When you think in a general sense of the people with dreams and ambitions, what words of advice do you have? You know, to people that can't see past the rain because they're in a bad situation, be it immigration, be it housing, be it poverty, be it lack of safety, domestic mm-hmm. violence, you know, because you're also a clinical psychologist. Yes, I am. You know, so a lot. So when I say Dr. Aramota, you mm-hmm. have a doctorate in psychology. Yes, I do. What words of advice and wisdom do you have for people that are just down and out? Not to give up. Giving up is not an option. There's always, you know, one day after another. That's right. And it's, it's important to have a community around you, to have two to three people around you that will understand you and that will support you, and you can find that. Mm. That could be through, you know, through your neighborhood. That could be through, through church. Mm-hmm. That could be through different things. But the reality is you're never alone, and there's always one day after another. So if you're feeling some kind of way today, tomorrow, it will be another day for you to feel better. Mm. I've, I've been taught that it can't rain forever. No, it cannot. It feels like it sometimes, though, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It feels like it. Uh, when you were growing up on 2nd Street on Dominican Republic as a little girl and the days got, got rough, who are some of the people that inspired you? Who, who are some of the shout-outs that you think of, people that you looked up to, be it far away on television or r- right down the block in the wards? Oh, to be honest with you, I, I always thought about my dad. My dad will travel, you know, to, um, to America. And, and sometimes, you know, people will know that. And when we were hungry and sometimes starving, they will know that my father was in the United States. And even though we didn't have the food and the money right now to pay for food, they'll know that one day I was going to pay. You know, my dad was going to help pay for, the, for, wow. for, that, um, for that food. You know what I mean? So um, I used to always look up to my dad. My dad always used to tell me that I was going to walk through the big doors. That's right. And people would always laugh. Yeah, through the big door. Yes, the door of the kitchen, which is really big. You know, my dad always had a vision. Tell, tell us about that, what that means, the big door. The big door. My dad knew that I was going to be something in life. He knew you were going to be president of city council. I believe before so. Before you even knew it. I believe so. Before you even knew The days when you struggled to believe it, mm-hmm. your dad knew. My dad knew. Wow. And you know what? My dad was never a liar. So I knew that I, I did believe in him. You know, he, yeah. he never lied to me. So, yeah, he told me one day you're going to walk through the big doors. And people used to make fun of us. Yeah, the big door of the kitchen. They didn't get it. (laughs) They didn't get it. But you didn't allow small-minded people to to kill your vision. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So you said said something that was really interesting to me. You said when you didn't have money, your dad was in America, and and even though he didn't have money, people in their community knew that one day you'd be able to pay it back. Mm -hmm. And And I sure did. So they had hope. Mm-hmm. Just because he was here working hard, they knew his character. That and, he that they were going to get that money. And you paid it back one day. Yes. What yes. does that look like? It's, it's beautiful. It's, it's about hope and, again, relationship. Yeah. Relationship. Everything you say goes back to relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's some, there's some big jewels here. 
So you do weddings? I you do weddings. I love doing weddings. I do weddings Monday through Sunday, believe it or not. Yeah. I, I officiate a, wed- a wedding on a Monday or in a Tuesday. I've seen it's you no in the problem. black robe. I've attended two weddings, I think, that you Yes, yes. And thank you because you have taken pictures for me, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm, a, I'm a photographer. If you guys need some help, come, come yeah, look me up. Thank you so much. So what is, it, what is it about weddings that you love? It's unity, unifying uh, a couple, you know, knowing that they're going to be with each other, you know, and that they're going to hopefully form a, a family. That's what I love. Sounds like sounds like you're saying relationships again, Cynthia. Mm-hmm. So you do weddings. You help with immigration. You're a clinical psychologist. How do the people reach you if they want help, if they want to connect with you? How do they reach you? Oh, through my phone number. They call me. And sometimes, you know, through through Facebook. You okay, know? Facebook's yeah. a good one. Facebook is a good one. What's your name on Facebook? It's uh, Cynthia Mota. Cynthia Mota. I look you up on mm-hmm. Facebook. Just hit you with a message if they're interested in, in, in working with you. Oh, yeah. They okay. they hit me up all the time, and I'm, I always try to make things work. English, Spanish? Uh, lo que sea. Cualquier idioma. <laughs> <laughs> There's some bilingual. You're bilingual. Any, bilingual. any other languages? Um, believe it or not, uh, I, I, uh, I officiated uh, a wedding not too long ago for uh, a person who, who only spoke Portuguese. Okay. Yeah, that was very interesting. Okay, see, mm-hmm. see. And then uh, if they want to come to your cookout, same thing. Hit you up on Facebook. <laughs> Not let, a problem. But you know how, I mean, even even when there's people, when there's, uh, um, how you call it, baseball players from the Dominican Republic that That's comes right. to, uh, you know, to the United States uh, to play, you, you know that I always... Host take them, them to yeah, take them to my house and do a cookout for them. I love hosting people. You have hundreds of people. Yes. You know. All right. In closing, what would you like to share with the people? Anything you'd like to say? What I would like to say is that um, Allentown is beautiful. We have our you know issues like every city, mm-hmm. but the reality is that through conversation, through unity, through love, you know, engaging people. And believing in one another, we could do we could do magic. I believe in magic. I believe in authentic relationships. I believe in communication, and everything is possible in the city of Allentown. I want you guys to know that I have I have left this city so many times, mm. and I always end up coming back. That's right. Always. That's right. Mm-hmm. You love Allentown. There's no doubt about that. We can hear it in your voice. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for the Thank opportunity. Thank you for all that you do, all that you give, the belief you have in, in, in the people, and the hope that just your presence gives people. Thank you for not being afraid to lead, to step forward when, when it can be scary, mm-hmm. and to uh, show up big time, man. Thank you. Be well. Thank you, listeners, for making the time for this conversation. You can also find past episodes and other public affairs programming on WDIY.org and on all the major podcast platforms. I am Dr. Hassan Batts, and this is WDIY 88.1 FM. And we'll see you next time on Let's Talk.